<laughs> We're just gonna let Sarah do that. Yeah, just keep going. <laughs> the ESPN song? I don't know what it is. Uh, I know it's, it's like sports. No, that's not what I'm singing at all. <laughs> okay. We have the wrong ESPN uh, music. Something. This is what uh, happens when we don't have the rights to anything. Then we can, I know. You know we, just, we just sing it. And yeah. then and you guys obviously don't recognize what my tune is, which nope. is sad. No. Oh, oh no, I got it. Oh, okay, I got it. No. And we just lost five viewers. Okay, sorry, everybody. I'll oh, no, stop singing. Our listeners. We're just so excited to be podcasting. My dog is going crazy. Are you so excited? We're podcasting. I know. I was going to say, welcome to Screen on the Spot, but that was going to be like not just to our audience, but also to us because to we haven't us. done this in so long. Yeah. Welcome. I've forgotten how to talk about things. Movies. What movies do I like? TV shows. <laughs> Nobody can see me doing the robot right now. I'm doing the robot right now. Um, so excited to be back talking to you guys um, because it's been a very long time and yeah. it's been a it's been a lot of good movies and stuff coming out. So um, we're just gonna dive right in because we're talking about <laughs> our top movies and TV shows of last year and since we're already like two weeks into 2022 we got to get going or one week i guess it's one week into yeah. 2022 you know mm-hmm. keep things moving because it's already a new year yeah let's do it best of <laughs> our what do you think of 2021 for movies as a whole like better than 2020 yeah, yeah. well yeah yeah i, I mean, feel like the end of the year got front-loaded like all of a sudden the last couple months of the year there was just like a ton of stuff um yeah for sure it definitely started out slow but then i feel like we knew this year there was going to be a lot of like highly anticipated stuff coming out some most of which i feel like all the movies that i was really looking forward to i was kind of disappointed by but all the ones that i just learned about like randomly like maybe in september October were ones that ended up, you know. Sure. I ended up really liking. So mm-hmm. it was weird. Yeah. I uh <laughs> I, I had a hard time picking a five because I didn't feel like there were a lot of movies this year that like I grabbed loved, you. loved. Yeah. Um, especially on the Oscar movies. And now granted, there's a few of the Oscar movies that I still haven't seen. Mm-hmm. Um, but the ones that I have seen, like even those like that I really liked, I don't know how many of them I'll go back to, you know? Right. So. I I, kind of definitely agree with that too. It was, I had my favorites, but there wasn't anything that I was like, oh, this movie is definitely, you know, in my top. I loved it. I'm going to watch it over and over again. Um, They were all like good movies, but nothing that I, I, you know, felt strongly strongly about I guess is the right way to say that sure yeah I felt like my I mean now I have a different perspective because I didn't see as much as you guys uh this year but uh, from the stuff I saw uh I, I really enjoyed um but yeah to your point I don't know if there's one that I'm like oh my gosh this is one that I want to watch over and over and over again yeah um you know, I thought I thought the movies that I saw were were good. Some were great, but just not uh, nothing really impressed me. If you look back at some of the 
you know, more recent years. Yeah. I, I guess I like my best way to describe it is I don't have an Oscar favorite. Like if there was one movie that I'm like, oh, that's the best picture. Like uh-huh. I just, it, it's mm-hmm. kind of whatever, you know? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to be interested to see the, how the Oscars shake out. Cause the, that, those are the ones that I've missed. Like I, I didn't get a chance to see West Side Story. Um, mm-hmm. I haven't seen uh, Red Rocket or Belfast. Mm-hmm. And, and I know West Side Story and Belfast are going to be like top tier. And drive my car is getting like a lot of drive my car. Yeah, it's another one. A lot of buzz. Did and uh, we all did we all Chris, you did not see licorice pizza yet, right? No. I prefer pepperoni it. on my pizza. <laughs> pineapple. <laughs> pineapple all the way. Yes. Oh, pineapple right. and pepperoni. That's a good combination. Not, Somebody, not a not a pineapple on pizza fan. Oh, it's so good. Somebody the other day put my have the tables turned and they put a picture with pizza with strawberries on it. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I love pineapple pizza, so maybe strawberry pizza is just as genius. I, mm. I would try. I, I mean, guess I would try that. Would you put um, black licorice or regular licorice on your pizza? Oh, red, 100%. Red. Nobody black likes licorice. black licorice. Yeah, black licorice. Black so licorice a thing? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's okay. nasty. It's like Jaeger bombs. <laughs> <laughs> like Jaeger yeah. tastes like licorice to me. Yeah, kind of does. Gross. Yeah. Um, so movie. Well, we, we can debate about this the, is, this is the why pineapple be on the show. This is why we could debate about pineapple pizza for a really long time. But should we get into our best yeah. of 2020 list? Sure. Okay. We're going to do movies first. Justin and I have some TV shows too, which we're going to talk about later. But let's do, yeah. um, let's hear, first let's talk about kind of what's out there that we're hearing critics are saying are the best movies of 2021. So I definitely have heard a lot about Drive My Car, which I haven't seen. Um, again, you mentioned Red Rocket. Critics are loving Licorice Pizza. Um, I've seen a, a lot of love for uh, Power of the Dog. Yeah. West Side Story. West Side Story. Um, Belfast seems to be one of those like I haven't seen it on a lot of like top fives or anything, but it's like the feel good Oscar movie. And I guess why it might have, you know, a lot of chances there. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a movie called uh, Worst Person in the World. I forgot what country it's Yes, from, mm-hmm. I've seen a lot of buzz on that. Yeah, I'm excited to see that one. And I've seen that on a lot of lists mm-hmm. so far as well. I have two. Um, I would also say I'm seeing, starting to see stuff for The Lost Daughter, which yeah. is Maggie Gyllenhaal's directorial debut. Is that another one I haven't watched yet, but that's one that like, I'm going to, it's going to be hard to get motivated for, for that yeah. one because it's, it's so heavy. Which is kind of how I feel about a lot of the, these acclaimed movies, critically acclaimed movies is because they all seem kind of sad. Oh yeah. <laughs> kind of <laughs> kind of depressing films that may be hard to get into. Um, That's what um, uh, Gretchen said that uh, when I, there was some movie that I said, do you want to watch? It was one of the, like the Oscar movies or whatever. And uh, she's like, I don't, I don't want to feel depressed right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like that's kind of the direction that Oscar movies are taking now, <laughs> which I don't mind, but. Yeah. I mean, the world is so depressing and, and movies are kind of, you know, your escape from that and then yeah. you end up just being like, yeah. oh my gosh, that was a tough watch. So The, the one the one thing that surprised me, uh, I guess, about this last year 
uh, is how many like good quality musicals we had. Yes. Um, too, because I feel like we normally get like one if we're lucky. And I would argue that we got, well, I haven't seen more story, but three. Um, Possibly so. four. Because uh, what's that one with uh, Peter Dinklage? Uh, oh, Cyrano? Cyrano. Yeah, I haven't seen it yet, but that's also getting a lot of buzz too. So is that a West Side Story? What, what else is it? What am I forgetting? In the Heights. Oh, um, in the Heights. Tick, right. tick, tick, boom. Tick, tick, boom. Yeah, you're right. Um, yeah. I guess it has been a good musical year. Yeah. It has. It's been a very good, Lin, it's been a very good year for Lin-Manuel Miranda. Yeah, that's right. Because he, because he uh, did the music for Encanto also. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he's, yeah, he's thriving. He's, he's killing it, yeah. as always. So, all right. Who wants to go first with their movie list? Um, I'll go ahead and go first because I'm kind of, <laughs> I'm going to be really predictable because I, Justin is just a basic bitch when it comes to movies, I guess. But um, uh, so I did have a hard time, like, what what was my number five going to be? Because there are some that, like, I really liked and thought a lot about, but then there are some that I just come back so to. So yours and- are in an ordered list. I do have an ordered five to okay. one, yes. All even right. though my top, even though my four and five are funky. But um, I just watched uh, The Green Knight yesterday. Mm-hmm. And it's probably recency bias, but I'm gonna. I wanted to put that on my number five because um, that was one one of the ones that was delayed and tw- it was supposed to be in 2020 and got delayed to to 2021. And um, yeah, I only just watched it, and it's definitely a lot slower paced than I expected. Not that I expected some big fast paced action rock necessarily. And this is a sci fi. Well, it's Dungeons like Dungeons and Dragons, but not Dragons. Dev Patel, Patel movie, right? Dev Patel, yeah. Everybody wants to bang Dev Patel. Is what this movie is. Um, <laughs> and who can blame them? Because that dude is super handsome. But yes, it is. Yeah, it's like uh, you know, it's King Arthur times, like that kind of thing. Yes, he's, he's King he's... Arthur's nephew. Um, okay. And this journey he goes on because he does this game with the with the Green Knight. Um, and it, it is super good. I really liked it. I had like some mixed ones about the ending, um, but uh, but yeah, I really, really liked it. Like incredible production design. It's like way weirder than I expected, um, but I like that a lot. Um, so you so, just liked it. I mean, it was super, because what did you love about it? That was action packed and... It's not, it was actually not action packed, and that's because I expected there to be more action. I really did. It's more just like kind of dramatic and this very character focused on um, Def Patel's character and the sort of like essentially this decision he has to make uh, to follow through with this game, quote unquote, with the mm. Green Knight. Okay. And, uh, just his journey to finding to finding the Green Knight and and the, these characters and things challenges he meets along the way. Um, so it was a lot more, yeah, it's a lot more like character, really deep character focus than I expected. Um, and I appreciated that a lot. Um, my number four choice was Mitchell's versus the Machines. I was wondering if anybody was going to have that. Because like, I totally forgot about that movie until I was like researching for my top five to make yeah. sure I didn't miss anything. I was like, oh yeah, there's that. You loved that and you thought it was so funny. I did. I loved it. And we've watched it a few times. It's so funny. Like, I mean, not only is the voice cast incredible and it's a very family focused, like, or th- this family, right? Dad and daughter relationship is like the main. Um, so so maybe, that, maybe that's why I have a bias. Maybe I just hit, hit mm. harder there, but yeah. Um, but it is like it is really funny and it comes from like lord and miller who did into the spider verse right. um and it's that kind of animation and that kind of like really fast paced quick joke like they're it's so fast paced like 
almost too much in a sense. Like it's, it, I'm kind of glad we watched it at home versus in a theater because I think it might've been overwhelming. Um, but yeah, it's like, that was one that all four of us here liked. Like Casey liked it, yeah. both of the kids liked it. Um, and so that was an airplane movie for me, which may have turned me off to it just because I was uh, watching it on a plane and maybe I need to just watch it, you know, at home. I, I, sure. I remember you being like, oh, it's so, so funny. And you were it laughing really throughout. Funny. And I don't remember that experience. I okay. remember thinking it was hilarious. I remember thinking like, oh, it's cute, whatever. But maybe sure. I need to give it another shot. Maybe, maybe. But it was definitely like it's we we rewatched it a few times. We, we definitely have not watched it as much as we have in Kanto in the last couple of weeks um uh which I also really enjoy but didn't make my top five but um but yeah I Mitchell's Rest in the Machines was just a lot of fun and it's probably just in general more my alley like the tone and the in the genre and stuff um my third choice was Come On Come On which I watched about a week or so ago and I liked it so much and was so thankful that my kids kind of because they were because Sadie and Elliot were home and like they were distracted by probably Encanto or something and I'm like well I'm going to sneak into this other room here and watch it um but i thought it was so moving and joaquin phoenix is so good it was so nice seeing him play a normal person mm-hmm. um, like yeah. not being the joker and i kind of wish this could have been the movie he won an oscar for versus versus joker but um but also the little kid is gonna like it's a great kid performance and gabby hoffman is great um so that that's one i really enjoyed and i and i kind of worry is not gonna get that much oscar attention it's gonna be like the movie that i think should get more Oscar love than it's gonna. So oh, I don't, I also, I'll chime in here and we can talk about this movie a little bit because it's also made my list surprising because this was one of the ones I was talking about where I was like, now that I, like when I remember watching, oh, like, like I was like, let's try, come on, come on. I didn't remember it at all. But like, yeah. once we start going, I'm like, oh yeah, this is the podcasting, like Joaquin Phoenix, I vaguely remember seeing something about it like the summer maybe. Mm-hmm. um and that was when I went into thinking like oh, whatever we're just gonna watch this um and then it ended up being you know in my top five like one of my favorites of the year definitely one that I feel like moved me the most out of all of the ones that I have on my list like yeah. I definitely had those like after we finished it like wow that was such a good movie like yeah. I'm so glad we watched that I was surprised by it I think I texted you guys because like Justin you had just watched it or watched it like the day after me and um it was, uh, it was just, yeah, it took me by surprise. Like sometimes when I'm watching movies, I'm really bad about like getting off my phone. Like I'm in the middle of like Mm -hmm. tweeting or playing a game or something. And then like, we'll start a movie and it'll take me like 10, 15 minutes to just like fully put my attention in. But this is when like I had my phone down, like from the get go, I was watching it, I was into it and it just took me by surprise. And I was surprised how much like emotionally I felt attached to the, to the performances, but also like the dialogue was so just like insightful. Like I'm talking about more the scripted dialogue, but I also, cause like he's interviewing kids and I don't feel like that stuff was scripted. Yeah. There's Um, stuff like I wasn't sure of, but even some of his dialogue with Gabby Hoffman stuff like it felt so real like it you yeah. couldn't help, I couldn't help but think that it was just them talking like maybe they right. were improvising a lot of it I don't know how much was improvised yeah I don't either and I don't know about the interviews like I don't feel like that stuff I have to read the script um I just didn't feel I thought those were like very real genuine. and genuine yeah like he was just yeah. inter- happened to be asking kids questions and they were just so freaking intelligent and insightful that yeah. I, like my mind was blown I was like man these kids are so smart and they're like just dishing out all these like life lessons that everybody needs to know and hear and 
So I was super impressed with that movie. Really happy we watched it. Um, I just I feel like it was smart. I feel like the acting was great. I loved it. it was black and white. Like the look yeah. of it was beautiful. Um, can't recommend that one enough. So yeah, it's probably the one, one that, of my favorites. Definitely, definitely one of the ones that's probably surprised me the most. Yeah. Um, uh, so, so very much switching gears, but my second favorite, and here's why I'm going to get really predictable, but my second favorite was The Suicide Squad, mm-hmm. um, which is also one of the ones I've watched the most this year that hasn't been put on by my kids. Um, like I just rewatched it a few days ago, actually, or two days ago. Um, and it's still such a blast. Like not, not just, yeah. I mean, you know, we've raved before about I think we've talked about it on another episode and David Desmolchin being so good and really great. So mad he wasn't in it more. I know, I know, but uh, but it's just so fun. And, you know, I remember the, when I first saw it because I went to the theater to see it and being thrown by the some of the pacing and structure of it, but then on rewatches, just completely being into it. And it feels like a, it feels like a comic book. Like he, that's how I feel like he structured, you know, he structured the movie as if it was a comic book. And I, think it's just so much fun and um was James Gunn like knows how to have a good time in films yes which is like I'm so glad he took over that you know franchise I don't know if he's doing another suicide I assume he's doing another suicide but I haven't heard if they're doing he's he he, but yeah he he did the peacemaker show that comes out right next week or the week after which oh I just learned because he was tweeting about this the other day um that was just like a random like they had no plans for a peacemaker show suicide oh, right. squad came off he's like i sat down like in a week and wrote that show right bananas which is insane like how yeah. do you how do you do that in a week but yeah my especially with everything else he's got going on because i'm right. pretty sure they're still filming guardians right. of the galaxy 3 yeah and he just sits down and writes a show like out of the blue that he I wasn't know. planning on doing and i haven't seen it but um sure, I'm sure it's sure it's cool and john yeah. Cena's is a lot of fun as that character so he is yeah their early reviews have been really good so far and, and i think he's hinted at doing something else with dc but i guess it's not I don't either nothing set in stone or just hasn't been announced yet and I would hope it's something Suicide Squad related there's a lot of these characters I would love to see come back and um you know the ones that survived uh, yeah um that movie uh, is a lot of fun I, I did not make any of my top lists sure. but I will say like I, I had fun I enjoyed watching it sure uh so which perfectly leads into my number one choice which Ghostbusters is, no I, actually it's not I, Ghostbusters wasn't even Ghostbusters wasn't in my top 10 even but uh uh, Spot is Spider Man No Way Home. It, yeah, I have been wanting to see it again because I've only seen it the once. Um, but between it being so long and then also just show times and kid, my kids were home and I almost like I thought about taking Sadie to see it, but I not not only would she not be able to sit through a three hour movie experience. Yeah, it's but, long. Uh, I don't. There's a lot of it. She just I there's a lot of like nuanced things that I don't think kids yeah. are really going to appreciate. And no, it's no, no, not no. really your typical uh, Marvel action. Sure. Just like you don't really need to care about the plot like I feel like yeah. you kind of do need to care about the sure, plot sure. a little bit to enjoy it yeah. yeah the stuff that she would get excited about happened so late and yeah anyway she she wouldn't care enough but uh but I had such a blast and it, it was one of those uh because I was joking with I say joking I was telling my wife after I saw it that like between that and Ghostbusters and then we watched the Harry Potter reunion there's so many like nostalgic things from my childhood this year but Spider-Man was like the one that really kind of nailed that I think the mm-hmm. fan servicey thing um and I yeah I had an absolute blast with it a lot of those surprises were like the worst kept secrets 
you know, like yeah. you kind of knew it was coming, but it was still so delightful. And you did, but also you had to question it too. It's like, sure. I'm sure these things are happening, but they also kept it such a good secret that you were like, well, maybe it's not happening. And then yes. Those surprises come and you're like, I knew it, but I didn't because yeah. they kept exactly. the secret so well. I know. And I was definitely like very emotional through the whole thing. Like, you know, uh, but also it's just, it's just so fun. And, and despite being, you know, my, if I had any kind of complaint, it is that it's like two and a half hours long and maybe it didn't need to be, but, um, but I think it was a movie that I was so worried was going to not work and not be good. And I felt like they nailed it. And so it was so comforting. Um, so yeah, there we go. Justin's nerdy top five. I feel like the performances in Spider-Man two were really good yeah it's like you yeah. don't think of marvel and like oh the acting's pretty great but the yeah it's sure. pretty great i was yeah. very pleasantly surprised by how well acted it was for yeah. a comic book marvel movie yeah definitely like tom tom holland is definitely really good and um, one of the surprises was really really good yes yes and zendaya is really good like i think i remember when one of the trailers came out i texted you about this joke that she has to Doctor Strange, mm-hmm. where she's like, mm-hmm. I know one magic word and it's called please yeah. or whatever yeah. she says. And I, so I know great. She, she's so good. And I, I was thinking Marissa Tomei, like I thought her performance yeah. was really well done too. That definitely, um, definitely. So good top five. Um, the very Justin top five. I will say like, I still haven't seen Ghostbusters, which is crazy to me. Cause like, I was so excited for that movie yeah. and like, it's Ghostbusters. I, know. And I haven't seen it yet, which is like, what? But uh, the fact that the biggest Ghostbusters fan of all time, like doesn't even really care for it. It's like, well, well uh, what do I care now? I, I definitely liked it. It's one of those things where I, this is a year where there were a lot of big movies that I like, even the ones I'm disappointed in, I still liked. And this is definitely a movie that I'm a little disappointed in, but I still really enjoyed it. And especially the second time around, once I see it and I have expectations and everything out of the way, I still like it a lot. I just, I do wish it was better than it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I need to see that movie. I keep forgetting about it. Sure. And I, again, I'm still trying to catch up on some of these like Oscar yeah. type movies too, that it's just so low on my list now, but I, I'm very interested in <laughs> seeing how they did it and how it all played out even though I feel like I know everything that happens by this point I know I've been so it's like the movie that I was excited about and none of nobody that I am friends with or related to have seen it and so it's like I have nobody to talk to about it because my little brother who is also really into it obviously hasn't seen it and my parents were going to go see it and they kind of feel bad like it probably didn't do very well at the box office I think it it did actually though it 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 did pretty well um because it's definitely like a feel-good and it's like, cause it is fan service. It's fan service to a fault. Like this is a good example of fan service being too much. Um, but mm. so I think fans, I think general audiences really enjoy it. I wonder how much of that is like Reitman's fault and how much of that is, you know, Dan Aykroyd like sure. playing in there in that little pen too much because. Or the studio. Cause there's some aspects of it that felt like could have been reshoots and um because like there's some there's a one scene in particular where the kids looks depth they definitely look older than they do in the whole the rest of the movie so sometimes I so yeah I wondered about that a little bit but um I don't know I I, I still really liked it and it's it's gonna be released on DVD February 1st and I'm sure I'm gonna buy it and watch it and yeah interesting okay Chris you want to go next or you want me to go next uh, I'll go Sure, because because uh, that was a very Justin list, and mine is a very Chris list. So <laughs> Candyman, uh, 
<laughs> so I did I did 10 uh, and I did two honorable mentions. So okay. this is this is actually harder because I didn't see enough. So this is very turned into a Chris list. So honorable mentions, I have to say the harder they fall on Netflix was really good. I don't really care for Westerns, but that's making some critic lists too, which yeah. like I haven't seen it. Ryan watched it, but I haven't yeah, watched it's, it. It's like Django. Uh, yeah, it's a very it, stylish I mean, Western. I, I liked it a lot. Yeah, it's like Quentin Tarantino-esque, uh, very violent, um, Sazi Beats, Regina King, um, Idris Elba. I mean, so many great people. Uh, Jonathan Majors. Movie. Yes, yeah, yeah. John, I didn't even know. Having a year. He's and having a year. Yeah, he's yeah, he's he's freaking awesome. Um, so, yeah, because I didn't ever watch, um, uh, Love, what is it, Love, Lovecraft Country? County? Yeah. Oh yeah, I didn't see it either. Yeah. Yeah. Con and so country. that was the only thing. County or country? country? I don't like. I don't know. Maybe it's county. Yeah. So I I never saw that. So I was like, oh, this is that guy. And then the very next week, then he was on SNL, and then I watched it. Oh, and, yeah. And he did Loki. Yeah, Loki and yeah, The Five um, Bloods. He he was was that last year. So and he's really good in that. Yeah. 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 Heck of a year. Um, Halloween Kills is my honorable mention too. It's it's kind of fan service, is what we were just talking about. It's. It doesn't really do anything to advance the story uh, from the 2018 version. I mean, it's more just a filler uh, mm. to set up this third uh, Halloween ends, but um, it was, I still had a lot of fun with it. Yeah. I mean, it's exactly what you'd expect in a Halloween movie. Um, so it was, it was fun enough for me. So number 10, I have to put it on here because it's so like bananas is malignant. I had to put <laughs> it there because that movie was like, good and then it just took this spin because justin told me to watch it and i'm like i this is crazy uh i know some people like hate that i love yeah. it so much um, I, I love that you love it i, I love that you love it no I, I, I was the reverse i thought it started so bad and the yeah. first i don't remember how long 20 30 minutes i was like this is really a bummer and i don't enjoy this and then it started to get better as it went and then yeah the mm -hmm. twist comes in and it's just so it's so ridiculous yeah. that you can't help at the very beginning you're like what does this thing have to do with this and like what yeah, you know, but yeah. I, I was like I didn't see any part of the movie except the last 25 <laughs> minutes because you guys were talking about how crazy it was and uh, I think Ryan had it on I was doing something that day and like I literally just happened to come in and I was like oh this is the last 25 minutes he had fallen asleep and I was like I'm just gonna leave this on so I could <laughs> see what happens having no idea what the heck this movie <laughs> yeah. was about so I like wikipedia real quick to catch up on the plot to the point where we were at in the movie. And then I watched the rest of it and I was like, what the heck is happening? <laughs> yeah. It feels so like bad. such a, just a James Wan flex. It He's like, so I made Aquaman and we made a lot of money and here's what I'm going to do with my money. Is this random like a movie? Yeah. Like, so is it just me or did it look really bad? I thought it looked great. Like I, the hands, like it oh, just looked so bad. Yeah, but also, <laughs> but kudos to the choreography of that too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like it's, yeah, it's yeah. what just that. I thought the like, bad person. I thought the person looked like it was like a bad puppetry thing was happening. Oh sure. And but that's what made it so like hilarious to me. I was like, this just looks like a bad puppet. Yeah. So if, you want, if you want a big like little surprise and be like, whoa, this movie's crazy, then *Malignant*. Uh, it is so be. crazy. Yeah. Um. In the Heights is number nine for me. Um, I really enjoyed it. I didn't enjoy it as another musical that I'll get to um, as much. I'm sure West Side Story would have made my list too um, if I had seen it. Um, the Stylist 
there are some movies on here that I didn't really yeah. realize released uh, this year, but The Stylist was this year, uh, filmed in Kansas City. Uh, you can go uh, listen to one of our earlier podcasts with uh, director Jill Gavargazian um, about uh, filming the movie. So that was that was a cool one. It's just a cool uh, stylistic indie horror film in Kansas City. And, and I want to say, didn't it just make some like best of lists? It's been making a lot of yeah. Uh, yeah. best of lists. I think it made Entertainment Weekly's top uh, like their horror best horror film. list. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of which like, is awesome. List. It, yeah, it's been making so, a lot of. I gotta change the subject real quick. Not totally because this is also another Missouri filmmaker, but The Procession, which was made by Robert Green, who has Kansas City ties and I think is a professor at Mizzou is also making a ton of, um, it's a documentary. So, um, oh, cool. pretty yeah. sure it's, it's, I'm pretty sure it's going to be on an Oscar documentary list this year, but oh, um, awesome. Nice. But also a very cool local tie-in that's getting a lot of, a lot of buzz and love. So, yeah. Um, this next one has a, uh, has always, uh, this is actually the movie that I had been waiting for, for like what seems like two years to see. And finally, No Time to Die. Um, I, I really enjoyed it. I mean, it's not, to me, I would still rank Casino Royale and Skyfall as the better Bond films. Um, but I, I would argue this is, the, this is my favorite opening sequence to a Bond film, uh, specifically like Daniel Craig's. Yeah, uh, I agree. Just, just really good and, and hooks you from the start. The um, action sequences are probably my favorite out of yes. all the Bond movies in this movie. So. Yes, the action scenes are really, really cool. Um, the cinematography is really well done. Um, you know, I, I, I think I had some more issues with this, like the story in terms of, I, I like how they kept the same Bond girl, like the love interest. And this is what the series has really made. You know, Craig about a more human being. Not yeah, they him. humanized him. Yeah, it's not just it, like a sex pot, like just doing exactly. everybody. Like, that's like comes across his path. Yes, this character has like haunted his past, and it, it makes more sense. Like his love interest, he's still been torn up about this woman uh, that died, and it, it's like I just I just respect this series more than it's like oh there's a Bond girl, he's going to be with this girl, and then he also falls in love with this girl. Then they it is like it just. This whole series has been a lot more complex um, in his character, and so yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. Uh, the end was was good. Um, Remy Malek was good. I mean, there's no complaints. Um, I didn't think anything blew me away, except the action scenes were were really cool, uh, and the beginning. The beginning was great. Uh, speaking of action, nobody is number six for me. I yeah. forgot that that released. Um, that's just a, a heck of a fun action movie. It's really fun. Uh, yeah. Really enjoy that. And then this is where it gets really Chris asked <laughs> if I left it at the top five. Uh, the Fear Street trilogy on sure. Netflix, I really enjoyed. So I guess yeah. I guess I would probably rank number two as my favorite, number one, and then three. Oh, really? Uh, I don't know. It's it's hard. Maybe three, I don't know. It's so hard, but I think two is my favorite out of all. Yeah. Of them. Um, so if you compile that into one series, then that's my number five. I think it counts. Sure. It's, it's yeah. one, it's one overarching story. There you and, go. And I, I enjoyed, I enjoyed those a lot too. Yeah. Yeah. They were good. Um, number four, Tick, Tick, Boom. Um, great music. Andrew Garfield's great. Um, so I think, uh, I think that was my biggest thing was I, I didn't know what to expect while watching it. I didn't know 
enough about the story um, going into it. And so I was surprised at how emotional it was uh, and how serious of an issue that was tackling AIDS. Um, and so it was just, um, it was it was a good time. Uh, I got chills several times and I think I cried once. Musicals mm -hmm. sometimes do that to me. I actually so. really do hope he gets the best actor nom. I yeah. thought he was really good in that. I think this was his best role. I mean, I I did love him in the social network, um, yeah, but this is this is. I mean, he really led this one. Um, so I, I I hope he gets nominated for sure. So I guess like for me for musicals, like it's always a pleasant surprise when people you don't know, you know, don't really sing, but then they kind of learn to sing for mm -hmm. it, and then they are good. Like that. Yeah. That just elevates the performance for me. And, like, he he didn't really know how he like he kind of like learned as he went, and he's mm -hmm. surprisingly like really a great. Yeah, he was great singer. And I was really impressed with the fact that they stuck to people's strong suits like Vanessa Hudgens, where I don't care for her as an actress, but <laughs> she, she didn't have to act much. Right. She was just there to sing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and so I'm like, okay, great. She really doesn't talk much in this, but she sings, and she's a great singer. The, the song Come to Your Senses, which I've been streaming like crazy. Great, great song. Okay, number three, uh, you guys called it earlier, Candyman. Yeah. Candyman was great. You uh, love that. I love that I, you like that movie I so do. Much. You know, I'm shocked that when I've looked at other critics' lists, that's kind of further back on their list. Um, I had not seen the original until after I saw this one. Was this uh, a remake or a reboot? Uh, it would be... I would argue it's a sequel. Oh, okay. Um, so there's something in there that they cool. got it. Do that kind of ties it back. Uh, and and yeah, it would have to be a sequel, I guess, the more I think about it. But I, I need to watch it because I just bought it recently. Um, and I but, need to see it. I haven't seen it. And I, I kind of forgot about it after a while. It's like I kept saying like, oh, I need to go rent it or whatever. And then after a point, I just completely forgot about it. That was my best $20 rental uh, <laughs> in, in this entire year. I, I was like money well spent. Yeah. Did oh, yeah. Gretchen watch that with you? <laughs> she did. Yeah, did she, she like really it? she really liked it. Uh, and plus she has a huge crush on uh, the lead. Uh, oh, character. yeah. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, I forgot his name in Watchmen. Um, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Abdul Amin. Mateen. Mateen. Yeah. Well, and okay, so this is typical me going off basis here, but it reminds me of, I forgot to mention my biggest disappointments, which was my my worst $20 spent this year was Spencer. Oh. <laughs> I, I, I thought was, you liked that movie. I, Am I, I crazy? I thought you were raving about it when we texted. I liked her. I like Kristen okay. Stewart as Diana, and I think the cinematography and costumes were really good, but as a whole, um, I, I if it gets Oscar nominations, I'm gonna scream because it was it, so boring. It was it was really boring, and I just felt like they made her out to be like I know it's like an internal struggle and it's a psychological film, but I just it hit me the wrong ways now that she's gone. That to yeah, make it seem as if like I don't know. I I, I know what they're doing, but I prefer they, Jackie. They did take a lot of liberties with it, and that movie just didn't work for me because like everyone was raving about Kristen Stewart's performance but I didn't feel like she did very much like it was just like a lot of like long gazes into the camera and like I'm like you didn't really do a lot of acting there like you just looked like her and had some I think for costumes her, and makeup I think that's like for for her if it was someone else like I never saw that Diana movie that Naomi Watts was in 
Um, but someone like Naomi Watts, you're probably like, oh, uh, she she did fine in that role because she's a great actress. Kristen Stewart, I didn't know was great uh, until recently. And <laughs> so so yeah. then I was like, oh, well, she's really good in it because she's doing something different. I, I um, still but, think, and I like, granted, this was, she was a child performer, but I loved her in, um, why did I just blank on the name? What's the Jodie Foster one? Uh, oh, Panic Room. Panic oh, yeah. Room, yeah. yeah. I thought yeah. she was so good in that. Like, and you could definitely see she had a lot of potential mm-hmm. and then she just, did a bunch of dumb movies but like I I still feel like she's a good actress and has the capabilities to do it but now it's just like everything you see her in it's just Kristen Stewart now right you know like it's really hard to see her as anything else but a bad actress because she's been in a lot of bad movies Mm -hmm. but she's not a bad actress she's just been in bad movies no it's like the Twilight effect although the only one that that isn't a good actor uh is Taylor Lautner (laughs) uh so i'm laughing because like i saw i keep seeing tweets pop up like anna kendrick's best memes or whatever and it's it's a it's always joking about how she always forgets she's in twilight oh yeah yeah. (laughs) that's funny that's true oh my gosh uh number two for me is saint maud okay Um, oh yeah that was uh that was one that i was told to watch and uh it's really slow burn and then the final act is is bananas. Like apparently, I like movies with crazy final acts. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's definitely a psychological horror film, um, and and it's 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 good. Not everyone will love it. A lot of people that I talk to don't. Um, Again, point. that's made a lot of best of lists too. So yeah, yeah, that's actually I think made it a lot of number one like horror uh, or, or number one on some horror list. Um, that was that was a close two, but I think I have to go with Dune as my number one. Nice. Um, because I don't know anything about the books. I had never seen the movies from the, the movie from the was it late eighties or early nineties? I can't remember. Eighties. Eighties. Yeah. Um, but I was blown away, and I think I just was blown away at it more so because I loved Denis Villeneuve, but I did not like Blade Runner twenty forty nine. So to have Crazy. a sci-fi movie that is kind of a more popular type series, uh, like, you know, of course I loved Arrival, um, mm-hmm. but then this felt like kind of on that same blockbuster level as 20, Blade Runner 2049. Um, but I just, I thought it was awesome. I loved it um, too. It, the cast that's... was incredible. I mean, freaking best cast of the year, I feel like. <laughs> um, it had everyone in it. And, and it wasn't for me, and I keep trying to get Gretchen and to watch it and she won't. And I'm telling, I'm like, this is on my list of number one for this year. Can we watch it? And so it comes out Tuesday along with Halloween Kills on Blu-ray. And I'm trying to convince her to watch it. And I keep telling her it's not like so sci-fi that you don't know what's happening. I think that like Blade Runner 2049, when we had seen the original Blade Runner, that was really confusing for us. And, and I felt a little bored with it. But this movie, it, it's not that hard to follow. There are some plot issues, you know, maybe going on. But um, I, I think, think a lot of the plot issues are just because the sound can kind of be muffled right. and, and some of those lines get lost and you don't necessarily know who or what they're talking about sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but that can be fixed if you're watching it at home with subtitles or yeah. just by like reading the plot summary afterwards, which is what I did that helped me a ton. Yeah. Because... Um, 
yeah like i feel like there are parts of the movie that do assume you know what's going on in the book Mm-hmm. And they're not really explained, and you're like, I don't really know who these people are, what they're talking about, and then some right. of those lines lines get lost, so you're just like not totally sure what's going on. But um, okay. that that made my top five too. Like, I just thought it was a beautiful film. We also saw it. I think Chris, did you watch it at home? Because we saw yeah. it in IMAX. And, oh, that would have been. Um, and yeah. that like definitely, we actually we saw it in IMAX first, and then we watched it at home. It was like it still looked great on the TV. Um, but the IMAX was an experience for sure. And it just like kind of hit me like, you know, kind of like a lot of the other Denis Villeneuve films that you mentioned did as well, but kind of gave me like a Christopher Nolan interstellar feel too, where it's just like, mm-hmm. it's just a bigger than anything and just great, looks amazing. Like you're just immersed in it. And um, it's definitely like an experience movie, mm-hmm. I feel like. So like that added to the wow factor for me, like not only like kind of what you were talking about, the acting and the stars and stuff, but um, I just liked looks, it a lot. I'm super excited for the next one. Yeah, yeah, everything just looks like so real. And in in all of his movies, you feel like you're totally immersed in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a piece of art, like you're watching yeah. art. Yeah. which is what I really so like. I, and like I mean, not only that, it's like a fun, it's like an interesting movie and mm-hmm. cool story. Yeah, I, I hope, I mean, you know, I I have high hopes for it now that, I mean, I was kind of surprised uh, that Denis Villeneuve got a Golden Globe for Best Director. I'm glad he did, or uh, for a nomination for Best Director. Um, I just, I feel like these type of bigger movies don't get that love. And so this, could be one that gets an Oscar nomination for best picture. I mean, without a doubt, like effects and, you know, maybe production design, that kind of stuff and editing. But I think that, I mean, at this point I could see maybe he gets an Oscar nomination for best director. Um, and maybe, yeah, you know, I think it from, I could be because this is a lot of people's favorite movie of the year again in the top five. Like it's getting a lot of love, but I also like I don't feel like it's a typical action film that normally right. gets ignored. It's not like a Star Wars that people are like, like that's never going to be nominated or whatever. Like it, mm-hmm. it definitely it's a film. You know, it's like it's a it's a sci-fi film, but it's it, it it's not just a movie. It's a film. Yeah, it falls. Sure. It fall. It perfectly kind of falls in the middle where it's like something serious and sort of our tour but it's also a big budget mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. blockbuster movie mm-hmm. um I, I it's like there's been a push lately for spider-man to get a best picture nomination yeah. because, and part mm-hmm. of that is because they want to gain they want more interest in the oscars this year and that's a good way to do it but dune makes a lot more sense as like agreed to, to be put in there I, I liked dune a lot also my hot take is that blade runner 2049 is better but mm-hmm. i know that that's a hot take I, I had a lot of fun with Dune. It's really good. You know, I might feel differently if I watched the, the first one. <laughs> the watched, first Blade, Blade Runner? Runner. I yeah. don't think so, because I did. And I I'm, I liked it, but it I don't think it was better than Dune. It's, I feel like Blade Runner was a lot slow. It was just more slow moving for me and just like took a long time to get to where it needed to go. And you're just kind of watching it and like Dune... Uh, the pacing i felt like was wasn't dune like two hours and 25 yeah but it didn't feel like it, it. Didn't like, feel like blade runner to me felt like it just dragged on yeah like i was surprised at how it. fast uh dune went for me when i watched yeah, yeah. oh like i mean when it ended i was like man like they could have just gone right into part two and i would have watched yeah. another two hours like i didn't <laughs> feel i was sad when it ended i wasn't antsy to get out of the theater just i just think it's hilarious that i 
watched it and then I was like, well, yeah, like there, it makes it seem like they're set up for another one. And then it was like, then they announced it. I'm like, well, yeah, yeah. What, what, like it just, wouldn't they have to do another one? I guess they could have ended, but so I hope that he, I, I really, really hope that he signed on and do the next yeah, one. Yeah, he did. Okay, yeah, it's, that one officially got that's greenlit happening. or whatever. Yeah, because yeah. I, I, it's nothing more I hate when they switch directors. And, no, that's like, his baby. It's gonna happen. Yeah. All right. Um. So we talked about two of the ones already in depth that were on my list, which was Come On, Come On, and Dune. The ones that we did not talk about in depth, well, a little bit was um, West Side Story. You know, we've kind of mentioned it, but um, that makes my top five for sure. And the reasons why are because obviously, like I, I'm a huge musical theater nerd. Um, I grew up watching the original, um, always loved it, but I went into this movie thinking like, there's no way it's going to hold up. Like, I'm going to hate it just because for all the reasons, it's not like, it's not going to be the same and blah, 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 blah. And I had the total opposite effect. Like, I feel like this is the West Side Story done right. Like they took all the problems with the first one, fixed that and made it better. And Steven Spielberg's vision of it and just the feel of it, it's like it all felt so um just like respectful of the first one and it felt like you know it felt like I was watching a movie made in the 1950s honestly just the way he shot it like the coloring and the style of it like it, it had that old newish feel like it had the same film old-time musical feeling to it but again fixed all the problems like actually having Puerto Rican actors and um, you know, not painting all of their actors with like dark makeup and just, uh, you know, some, some of the other like aspects of it. And um, the music was all the same. There were some kind of like change-ups on who was singing what and, um, but it really just like enhanced and added to the story. Um, so I wasn't mad at it because he didn't, you know, change such a great deal of it that it was like, oh man, he just like totally ruined the movie. He just, made it a better movie. Mm -hmm. um, Ariana Dubois, who plays Anita in it, she was phenomenal. But then they still had Rita Moreno, who played the original Anita, um, doing a totally new role. And I loved, she like got to sing and it just like, mm -hmm. it's just, you know, like pulled out your heartstrings how, how good that was. Um, I thought Ansel Egbert was good, even though I don't want to like him right now, but um, he did a decent job playing Tony. And Rachel Ziegler, who played Maria, like I never liked her like, I didn't realize it till I was watching this new West Side Story how much I just don't like her songs like her songs are just all very like operatic and like high note soprano that it's just like these songs like are not my favorite um, but she did a great job with them um it's just it it makes the movie feel like outdated I guess just because like her songs are kind of annoying um but yeah, I just thought it was a really good film. That like surprised me because I felt like didn't the first one win ten Academy Awards? I have no okay. idea. It's ten or eleven. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. like I kept thinking, oh Spielberg. Ugh. Yeah. Like, he's he's like washed out. He can't do anymore. Like why are you <laughs> touching a movie that's won this many Academy Awards that is such a classic? So I was shocked when. Uh, critics started uh, releasing yeah. reviews. Well, I think but. it's because he was such a big fan. Like he took mm -hmm. care to like do it the right way because it was such a passion project for him. Um, and you can tell, like he just, again, he didn't try to do anything crazy to it. Like mm -hmm. he just took the original, paid respect to it, 
made it a little bit better with a couple changes and it just looks amazing and it sounds amazing and um yeah that'll be my next job. 20 dollar rental uh, uh I, I might have it um oh, okay next time i see you if we yeah. ever see if we ever see each in person <laughs> know, again seriously <laughs> um, we'll start shipping movies to each other's house yeah i'll point. just like i'll fedex you or bike messenger yeah. to you <laughs> um i have next on my list no sudden move which uh has kind of been forgotten about steven soderbergh movie which came out i want to say in like february um benicio del toro was in it kieran colkin was in it um it was on my long list um uh, because i really liked it yeah um brendan fraser <laughs> is in it john don cam Cheadle. don Cheadle. And um, I, I was like, oh, when I was putting together, I like, really, really like that movie. And I like have kind of forgotten what happened, but I knew I liked it. Um, so I kind of like went back and was reading about it. I'm like, yeah, that's definitely going to be in my top five. Um, and surprisingly, like, because I hadn't really heard it making any like, you know, short lists for anything. Once I started reading more today on some lists, people's lists, like it, it kind of was in the conversation again. I'm like, okay, good. I'm not the only one that remembers this movie. <laughs> People liked it. Um, I'm not crazy for putting it on my top five because I, I remember really loving it and it's been a while since I've seen it, but um, I put it in there because I enjoyed that movie a lot. Um, and then lastly, I have Power of the Dog, which I think is mm -hmm. definitely going to be nominated for Best Picture. I definitely think Benedict Cumberbatch is going to get a nomination, and I don't remember his co-star's name, but I think he will too. Maybe even Kirsten Dunst probably will for supporting. I don't know about Jesse Plemons, but great cast, great story. Again, cinematography was top-notch, um, and it's just a really like different, interesting story I, yeah it was another one that i went into not really hearing a lot about or knowing about this is another one that i was talking about kind of like come on come on where i just watched it i'm like i don't really i remember jesse plemons and kristen dunce were in it because it was like our first thing since fargo <laughs> um but didn't remember anything about it didn't know it was like you know critics were loving it or whatever i just watched it and i was like wow this is Great movie, so. Every time someone mentions "Come on, come on," I just think of Arnold Schwarzenegger. Come on, come on, come on do it, do it. <laughs> That's funny. I um, I also like Power of the Dog, Power of the Dog a lot. I I had that was in my top ten. I it's like was one of those that I went into thinking was going to be boring, and then I thought it, it was going to be like, slow, but I I, I really thought liked it. some I thought I was being tricked into watching like another First Cow or something. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> what is this movie? This is going to be another terrible First Cow type thing, and I'm going to hate it. But no, I, I really liked it. Um, yeah, I, it didn't I go where of, I expected. I couldn't, no. I couldn't predict it. Yeah, I, I like yeah, it. Yeah, no, it was like such a different story. I'm like, oh, yeah, great, good movie. I have a list real quick of movies that I thought were fun movies, which we've already kind of talked a lot about all of them, but um, In the Heights, Nobody, which you mentioned, Spider-Man, Shang-Chi, and Gunpowder Milkshake are my list of like, oh, oh, those were some really fun movies this year that I watched. I don't, really liked. I don't think I knew that you saw Gunpowder Milkshake. I yeah, liked it I a did. lot too. Um, I mean, uh, I always like women hit, hit people, hit women yeah. who are like, can fight and shoot. Well, and those are fun. And the cast is so good. Like all, every one of them, like some of them don't even have enough to do, but they're so great, yeah. but they're so good. Yeah. Why, why are we naming movies about food items? Like, like what is a, a milkshake filled with gunpowder taste like? What does the licorice pizza taste like? We'll never know. 
I, we only uh, talked about the goofy name of licorice pizza, but I was so disappointed in that film. And I really thought that and like French dispatch were going to be my favorites of this year. And then nope, <laughs> did not happen. Um, I so. think I need, I definitely think a, a rewatch of licorice pizza. I'll like it more. It was also kind of in my, it, I think it's in my top 10 still or 12 or whatever I have written down, but um, uh that's one that I think when I rewatch it, I'll, I'll probably feel differently about it, but um, I, I didn't see French Dispatch, so that was another one I missed. I did, I don't know if you guys watched uh, Shiva Baby, that was like almost in my top five, <laughs> and was one of those that like I didn't know a lot about. I remember hearing an interview with the, with the writer-director uh, and hearing about her short film and then her making it into a feature, and it's so like small and simple and it's mostly one location and but I remember feeling like just as nervous in that movie as I did in yeah. Uncut Gems but it's like it's uncomfortable it's so uncomfortable and so tense but it's like smaller stakes than Uncut Gems yeah. is I did not um, like that movie and it's one that I thought about a lot after that that movie reminds me so much of eighth grade where I was just oh, like yeah. I'm so embarrassed and uncomfortable and I don't want to watch any more of this girl's story I just want to end this torture so yeah I, there's like a I fine like line that of- movie of a movie being like on edge and like like uncut gems like yeah. on edge but like i'm intrigued so much compared to eighth grade where i'm just like cringing the whole time yes the <laughs> baby was very cringy um so i did not like it i don't like oh, movies sure. that make, make me feel like i i need to like turn off the tv or like get sure. in there and fix them like stop it stop what you're doing yeah. well that was um similar to like Tatane, which was on my long list or, or on my, in my 10, 12 was like, was one of those movies that was so strange and not what I expected, but I couldn't look away. Um, but like in a completely different reason than Shiva baby was, um, because Shiva baby is a lot more personal and, uh, you know, and more comedic and Tatane is like, just kind of gnarly and balls to the wall and also becomes like a completely different movie halfway through. But, um, but it's another one I really liked. And then pig, with Nicolas Cage was also on my in my top 10 um on a lot of people's top films of the year I was happy I still haven't seen it <laughs> really happy to see him in a movie and doing so well like he's he's so good in it I uh I did have one more disappointment that I thought was just I thought it was a good performance by one actor but the movie itself was in my opinion this is a wrong time to release the movie uh the little things do you remember that one? Oh yeah yeah <laughs> the, i don't Jared, remind me what that one was well, that was in january like Gary leto um Jared leto so because i think that released at the beginning of the year but it was technically because didn't he get a golden globe nomination yeah. last year it was year? like um little things and judas and the black messiah are 2021 films but because the oscars had the funky that's right schedule or whatever they they let movies that were up until february i think yeah more, even so more that would i guess be released this year but more in like last yeah. year Oscar. i thought he was like the best part of that movie <laughs> because he was just jared leto and jared yeah. leto uh he didn't have to do much but he was just creepy uh yeah. but that movie as a whole was like you were intrigued and then the ending was like a huge like not not for this time this time and place in in our history so i can't even uh, tell you about that what that movie was i don't even remember it it, did you see house of gucci chris i feel like you would love no i still haven't seen it uh but i i was really intrigued at first and then i started like 
seen more trailers and then Ridley Scott is kind of a no it's actually a good movie I really think you would like it um yeah I mean it has issues well no (laughs) but I think it's a I think it's a crisp movie like I enjoyed it I thought it was well done and you know like it's I'll have to I'll have to watch it uh for sure because I was intrigued by it I just Ridley Scott's been rubbing me the wrong way (laughs) and I was gonna say Justin when you mentioned uh The Green Knight I was going to say, well, Ridley Scott's probably mad that you didn't see The Last Duel instead because- I saw I The Last Duel as well. And it oh, was, you did? Okay. It's, I wanted to, I went into it like, oh, I don't want to watch this movie. Ended up really liking it. So he's had two movies this year that I was like, okay, House of Gucci is pretty good. Okay, <laughs> Last Duel is pretty good. Um, so I can't hate on Ridley Scott at all. Um, I just think the makeup, like I'm just, this is an observer of just yeah. like seeing the makeup and then on the poster right. of The Last Duel, I'm like- Yeah, it's ridiculous. Uh, they look bad. Yeah, they, uh, yeah, they do. Ben but Affleck they're playing with, real people. So yeah, that's just uh they and I don't know yeah, I, he's got like a weird mullet thing going on, uh Matt well, And it's kind of distracting. I, it's <laughs> so hard to do movies. I, I guess it's really hard to put a superstar in a movie like that where you're just so used to like seeing them one way and then all of a sudden mm-hmm. they've got all this makeup on. It's distracting because that's all you're paying attention to is like, why is Matt Damon so ugly? He's a handsome person and look at him with all this makeup. But um, I, I kind of feel that way. They put Bradley Cooper in Licorice Pizza and to me, it was just Bradley Cooper. He's too big mm-hmm. of a star. Like it was distracting for me. I'm like, everybody loved him in this role. And like, that's what everybody was raving about with Licorice Pizza, how great Bradley Cooper was. And I'm like, He's too big of a star. He can't. Yeah, it's like, like with Jared it's Leto, Bradley like, Cooper with being funny. I can't not see that. So. Yeah. Well, that's like maybe you know with Bradley or not Bradley Cooper, uh, Jared Leto in uh, in House of Gucci, where he's just a, such a mysterious man that then he can just like pull off because he doesn't even look like Jared Leto. No. Uh, but then uh, that doesn't that doesn't always ring true because freaking Colin Farrell doesn't like you would never recognize Colin Farrell yeah. in the new Batman coming up like True. who would ever like he looks crazy so sometimes it's well done it, not the case in the last duel unfortunately with yeah. Matt Damon I, I feel like the story is so good though you kind of just forget about it eventually but it yeah. is kind of hard to get into can we talk about tv real quick before yeah, we sure. wrap up this episode um because I feel like as many movies that I watched I was so enthralled with the tv shows that I watched this year and I, I'm just I feel like I watched every possible thing that was out there. We watched a lot of good TV shows. I actually have a top 10 um, of things that I just loved. And uh, it's like what everybody else is saying too. Most people have seen most of these shows and have been raving about them, but we got to talk about them Uh, in no particular order. I have White Lotus. Uh, Don't know if either of you guys saw White Lotus, but um, loved it. It's uh, just such a fun, weird, quirky show. It's getting a lot of love. Jennifer Coolidge was amazing in it. Um, people are talking about her nonstop. Um, but I would recommend watching that for sure. It's quirky. Um, haven't finished it yet, but we are almost done with Station Eleven. And Ooh. man, yeah. that it. was another thing I hadn't really heard about at all. It was just one day Ryan was like, let's watch this. It's getting, I've, I've been hearing a lot about it. And we started it. I was like, I had never heard about it, didn't have any inkling on what it was going to be about, and I really, really like it. It's, yeah. a, pan- it's a show about a pandemic, and they were um, filming it and got shut down because they they started filming the pandemic, it, and so it's kind of crazy. And that's been one of the interesting things. But I but I like that the it's not wholly about the pandemic itself and at, but it's a lot about after and so yeah. I appreciate that because it kind of helps separate as opposed to that show Utopia that came out last year that mm-hmm. was like 
the beginning of our pandemic and was about a pandemic and that was really tough but yeah um, I, this is more like post-apocalyptic but yeah. it 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 has a lot of time changes which really bugged me at first because I didn't know what was going on but now that I have a feel for what's going on I'm I'm enjoying the fact that it jumps time different times yeah. um just you never know like all of a sudden you'll be in a scene you'll be like okay wait do we just go back to whatever year that was it doesn't right. really hold your hand through it you kind of have to just like hold on and go with it um but again it's not over yet but i'm saying for what it's worth like we're on like episode seven and i think it's a great show so far um i like all the acting it's just it, it's cool um and i feel like it's got kind of a crash feel where they're all going to end up um related or have stories that connect in some uh -huh. way so um it's kind of going that direction um cobra kai again not finished with it i i think we've only watched six episodes of it but um it's so great like it's just such a fun just awesome show um i've loved every single season of it it just keeps getting better and better it's the perfect amount of cheesy i know i've said like just praise the show so much on this podcast but this next season has not disappointed yet i haven't started um, season four yet but please those three do seasons are so good it is delightful it's just a delightful show it, it came out in the middle of the holidays and i was trying to get caught up on movies this week <sighs> but i'm gonna start it either if not today then next week it's uh, it, uh, there's so many just perfect things about it um the callbacks to like old 80s things are there in full force there's like a whole rant about top gun which is hilarious um <laughs> rocky three i don't know like just watch it it's great um squid game obviously that's everybody's like favorite this year i thought it was super fun very unexpected love that it's a korean show um we watched it with the the dubbing and i didn't bother me um but i like that that's getting a lot of love um <clears throat> the only murders in the building yeah such a again put that right up there with cobra kai it's just a delightful fun show martin short is a darling um yeah. <laughs> i just really like that show i love it so much it's so yeah. good um that really surprised me because i was like i remember being like I don't know. I love I love uh, Steve Martin and Martin Short. I'm just like Selena Gomez. She's fine. And then when I saw when I looked when it first came out, I had like 100 percent on Rotten Tomatoes. So yeah. like, what? I okay. Know, yeah. I was, like, I was afraid it was gonna, Yeah, I was afraid it was going to be a situation where their humor was going to be too old school, and so nobody would like it. <laughs> no, it worked. And yeah. and it worked so well. I, I loved it. So good. Uh, it definitely put them into like a different thing because like they they've yeah. done like variety things and stuff that i was yeah. like eh, i didn't really enjoy anything that they've done thus far but this is the perfect show for them it's just hilarious uh i watched made i thought made was really well done um again it's kind of a depressing but ends hopefully i guess so mm -hmm. um really good acting andy mcdowell and margot quayley Margaret Qualey, her daughter, were awesome in that. So great acting. Um, Midnight Mass. Uh, <laughs> what can you say about Midnight Mass? It's insane and it's so good. Um, I gotta watch. I, I don't know why it's, I haven't watched it. It's it's your guy. Like you love Mike Flanagan. So I think the thing the thing is that we we gave uh, Haunting of Bly Manor. Or should, we almost finished it and then it just got really boring. Uh, really slow and then I okay so this is the people. opposite it starts that way okay you're gonna have a hard time getting through the first couple episodes mm -hmm. maybe like the first four even but it picks up um 
but for sure it's it's slow like it is there's some scenes like some just like long monologue scenes that take 10 minutes and you're just like wow this scene's kind of going on and on and it's hard to get through but it's worth it all i know is that it has a freaking in friday night lights matt saracen is is his name don't know who that is one of the lead characters or the lead maybe character and he hasn't been in like anything that may be riley because i don't know who riley i didn't know who that i should have probably looked up his name (laughs) on imdb but uh yeah that well that's good to hear that's that's kind of shocking for a sarah list i i I was shocked i i fought watching this show i was like this is one I was on my phone for the first 30 minutes of it just like oh it's gonna be playing and I'll just you know try to ignore it because I don't like scary things but it's not really scary Mm -hmm. um I mean there are parts that are scary but not terrifying things that I couldn't handle so um yeah I did fight this a lot and then I think I ended up liking it more than Ryan who's the one that wanted to watch it and put it on but good film or good show uh you're gonna all gonna agree with me here succession this last season was awesome um and Justin you haven't seen Succession right no I haven't yeah oh god it's so good I thought you started it but no I kept clearly I'm wrong I kept meaning to and there was a there was a week where I planned on it and then I didn't yeah yeah uh it just gets better and better um we watched it twice we watched we did a rewatch before this last season worth it like it it's just continually like one of my most favorite shows on tv that i just look forward to watching every week i feel like this season this year we just finished it and we we finished it in a day and a half uh we binged it it's so good and it's so good i felt like we were talking i felt like not a lot happened no but you just you're so in like the character development is just so good the dialogue it's just yeah it's bananas uh hacks which is a gene smart um Gene Smart show. She plays an aging comedian. Really smart. Gene Smart. <laughs> it's a very uh-huh. smart show. Um, very enjoyable. I enjoyed that a lot. Did not uh, think that it was going to be as good as it was, and it exceeded my expectations. Two left, guys. We're going to okay, get I'm through ready. this. Mythic Quest. Holy yeah. crap. What a great last season yes. they had. But I mean, you got the season before it. I was like, I'm not gonna like the show it's about nerdy video game people but <laughs> holy crap the character development and some of yeah. the like backstory stuff that they did this last season wow so good so good yeah um, I'm just love that show I was kind of floored by it to be honest because I I was excited for it because I I haven't really watched the last few seasons of It's Always Sunny but I really like Rob McElhenney mm-hmm. um and so I was really excited to 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 finally watch it and loved season one. I've actually watched season one all the way through like four or five times already. Um, I haven't done a rewatch of season two yet, but I'm planning to soon. And yeah, it's such a great, cause not only is it hilarious and mm-hmm. all these people who I've never seen before besides Rob McElhenney and, a, and like David, you know, they're all so funny and yeah. so good. But then, S. Murray Abraham has like yeah, the Murray. best two episodes. Yeah, but like, they do what? those like, solo episodes like in season one there's the jake johnson and kristen miliati yeah. episode that is so it's like the best episode and then in season two they have the prequel and it's like not even a comedy i would say in that episode in particular and it's so yeah. good um i'm so happy it was renewed for a three and four seasons three and four yeah it's it's so good perfect show and speaking of your is it kristen miliani that doesn't sound right it's not kristen is it is it not christina christine miliani. christine miliani yeah I think it's christina 
uh made for love i have that in because i oh, needed yeah. a tenth and i was like yeah that was a pretty good show with um yeah, with her Kristen Chris, what is it Kristen. oh it is Kristen. you're right okay um and gosh and i just blanked on the guy's name oh billy magnuson billy yes he's really good in it and he's Rio really Mono. really good um it's like not the best show but it was like fun to watch so sure i threw it in there we we liked it quite a bit. Yeah, I like that one a lot. That was on my list as well of favorites. Um, I really like her, and I thought Ray Romano was really good. Yeah, it's if they do more, I'll be excited for it. TV has been really good, really strong this year. Um, and then I I didn't put this new season of The Great on there, but I did like the first season of The Great. Oh sure, was really fun. So, yeah, okay. I haven't watched the new season yet. That's what I, I got. I. Uh, uh didn't realize how much tv i had watched because i was like i never i'm always so bad about tv shows and i was like well i probably didn't watch much but then when i went and thought about it and looked through i realized that i watched more than i realized um but like some just some some of my favorites you touched on mythic quest um i like made for love a lot cobra kai even though i haven't watched the new season yet the marvel shows were pretty good there were most of those though like wandavision i loved until the last episode or two and it Mm -hmm. kind of lost me Falcon and Winter Soldier was kind of similar. I just didn't think they stuck the landing. Um, Loki, pretty similarly. Well, I think they stuck the landing, but there were some episodes in there that just weren't as strong. And then Hawkeye was like really predictable and they stretched it. I thought those six episodes could have been three episodes. Yeah. Um, But uh, but yeah, there was a new season of What We Do in the Shadows that was really good. Um, Ted Lasso, of course, the new season was great. Um, and yeah, Station Eleven. I have only seen three episodes of it so far, but was so blown away by it. it was, I wasn't able to watch any more over the holidays. Um, and then, uh, yeah, Only Murders in the Building. Um, we just started uh, Sex Lives with Se- the Sex Lives of College Girls mm-hmm. on HBO Max, and that's been really good. Um, between that and watching Licorice Pizza so recently, it's like very di- like man, what a downer of like men suck. Yeah, <laughs> it's like the it's like the big theme of Licorice Pizza and this. Uh, Sex lives of college girls on oh yeah HBO Max. Probably, like, I, that may hit too close to home for me or something. So maybe I don't want to watch this. It's show. tough. It's tough. Um, I mean, it's really funny, thankfully, but there's like every guy character on there sucks. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I guess that's really it. I watched um, I think you should leave this year, which was some of the funniest television I've ever seen. Um, mm-hmm. was one of those I missed the first season and watched it when the second season came out and yeah it's so funny is that that like sketch weird sketch show yeah yeah yeah, yeah. oh it, some of it is so weird but it is so so funny i've seen a couple sketches i think maybe i've seen a full episode here and there and then i saw a couple like the of the funnier sketches yeah but some of them i was like yeah <laughs> like this is even too too much for me but sure um but oh, very much along the same veins as like the Nathan Fielder, Nathan For You show and the John Wilson show that's on HBO. I think so. Like... I think so. I haven't uh, watched the John Wilson one, but oh, that's, that's it is just good. a lot of skits. Like, um, yeah. what's the guy's name from Veep? And he was in Promising Young Woman. He's so funny. Sam, Sam. Uh, uh, Richardson? Yes. Mm-hmm. He's in a lot of these. He's in yeah. a lot of episodes and he's he's so funny. The dude is like, one of the best right now but um, yeah like him yeah. Cool. cool 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 uh all i have is uh now i haven't seen the the last season of uh insecure but i started insecure and i've been binging it so i'm almost done with the third season and nice. then i didn't realize until recently that this is like the final season uh, <laughs> that was released this year or it's 
last year. Um, so I've, I've been really enjoying that. Um, and then Only Murders in the Building, Succession and Ted Lasso. I'm sure there's a lot more uh, that I watched and I loved, but um, yeah, this was a great year for television as always. I feel like TV is always uh, really, really stepping up. Um, so Agreed. always something to watch. Yes, we and we've watched a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Like we have no lives. <laughs> watched uh, a lot of kids' TV shows. Vampirina on Disney Plus. It's pretty no, good. Yeah. No. We w- we watched the hell out of Encanto. Yeah. <laughs> but we it's really good. And the songs are really catchy. The songs are just in our heads all day, every day. I I need to watch that. I watched the other Day of the Dead. The what was that one? It's not the other Day of the Dead, but the Day of the Dead Disney movie one. Finally, this year. Luca. Yeah. Right. Yeah, with the with guitar. The with the guitar. No, the one oh, with shoot. the guitar. Coco? Coco? Coco. Yeah, I watched Coco. Oh, yeah. That was really good. Was Coco cute. was really good. Yeah. You go, Glenn Coco. Go, Glenn Coco. Uh, uh, what was it? Okay, so we, what we've been watching, if it's not Datelines uh, or true crime stuff, then uh, we I paid the $5 on Peacock Premium, and now I'm stuck paying it because they keep releasing new housewives <laughs> housewives on peacock only so then it started with this house real housewives vacation where it was like like some of the top housewives including kyle richards from Halloween no. kills no. uh and then they were like going on a vacation for like no a why and then is that good tv like crazy. <laughs> and then now they re, re, they just started real housewives real housewives of miami and scotty pippen's ex-wife is on there yeah so it's just kind of bananas uh but then there was a great uh which will probably always stick with me it, it was like wow was a uh 2020 recently called uh, i think it's called like uh escaping the house of horrors and it's a dying player uh yeah we, we were so uh gretchen was so touched by it too that she like went on and and donated in money oh yeah i donated life. money too yeah, it's you like, remember that wow. story when it came out? Was I don't remember that story. Oh, I remember when that story broke and I was like, just, yeah, the whole court case, all of that was crazy. And then I'm so glad they followed up with the two girls. Yeah, yeah, was it, was, uh, it was, wow, like just super, uh, super sad, um, like really, really touched and moved us. Um, and then I just saw, uh, I'm sure we'll watch it this weekend. I'm terrible with names. Is it Gabby Pitts? Is that the the girl? Okay, the the girl the who Tito? just uh, the Tito. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so bad. The girl who went missing. And in Brian the, Laundry. Uh, yes. Yeah. It looks like Peacock has a documentary that it says came out in 2022, so it must have been like this week already. God, already. Leave and it's the like poor girl the, alone. I know it's with the family, and it goes over like how there was these signs missed and everything, and so I'm sure that'll be really sad. But um, we even on that qu- quick on that same note, uh, we love true crime so much that we've been debating about since we don't go out very much. Getting that um, the hunt, hunt a killer. Have you guys heard of that game? Uh-uh. It's like a monthly game where it's like uh, I think it's like thirty bucks a month though, and they send you uh, like basically it's like a game that you they you try to solve the mystery. And it's like you have to pinpoint like who killed this person and you have to like go through documents and all this i just figured sarah since you guys like it sounds kind of familiar but i don't know yeah sorry i know we're a movie tv podcast but, <laughs> no that's okay uh, I, if anybody has 
paid for the to hunt a killer, then please tweet us. I'm intrigued now. I have and, a lot of friends that probably would like that. Yeah, and let me know how that is. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. Well, guys, thanks as always for the fun discussion. This was delightful. It was delightful. Here's the twenty. It was Martin Short delightful. Yes. <laughs> uh, can't wait to. It was, uh, but it was Martin Long. Oh. Because it was long. Oh, Chris. And it wasn't short. It was long. Christmas. Har, har, har. Can't wait to see you guys in person sometime. Maybe yeah. do this. Do this again. We'll yeah, see. maybe. We'll yeah. see. We'll, Cheer, we'll, cheers we'll, to 2021. Yeah. On, on to 2022. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, everybody, for listening. As always, do not forget to uh, like and subscribe.